Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Duality. Um, well, welcome back if this is your, you know, if you've listened before, but if this is your first time, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> um, so it's me, Shakira, here with Nicole and Anna Wynn today. Um, so, yeah, if this is your first time, uh, just to give you a little basis upon which this podcast has been started uh so nicole and i a couple years ago began to research different um i guess forms of spirituality or different ways to um, yes spiritual modalities um because we wanted to just learn more than what we were taught and what you know thought we knew um so we were getting together bi-weekly to um discuss things that had interest us in the spiritual realm um, and just shared what we learned with each other. Um, we wanted. What? You keep saying. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. We wanted to. We wanted to. You just messed me up. I know. We were talking about <laughs> what interests us in the spiritual um, Oh, so we wanted other people to join us. And we had difficulty doing that. <laughs> <laughs> So we decide- one day I'll tell the story. Oh. Her version of the story. I'll say that. Her version. <laughs> so we came up with that we wanted to do a podcast where we did the same thing. We shared what we learned. We talked it through. We answered questions that we had or asked questions. And so now we are, we have invited guests onto our show that have more knowledge in different um, places that we don't have. So that's it. And it was always important to us that we had other voices. Yes. Um, we were, there I go, um, we were uh, trying to figure out how to do it so that we could have input from others while we were doing the show. And we still haven't figured that part out yet. But we are getting people in Mm -hmm. to actually sit with us and talk with us. So that's really great. And I'm Nicole. (laughs) So uh, we are going to open the space now. Nikki, before you open the space, can you just give us a little preview of what it it is or where it comes from? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I don't know a whole lot about where it comes from. I just, when I, I have a... A teacher who is teaching me the Munukai rites, and she's a shaman teacher. And I've experienced other people in my life who are shaman. I'm kind of drawn towards the shaman traditions. And so when I was given this prayer, and I've heard other people use the prayer, I don't really get involved with, well, why and who and how. So I'm not really good for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Annie might even have more information about it than I do because she does tend to look at things in that kind of a way. But it's a shamanic prayer, and it's basically asking for help from all of the elements, uh, all of the directions, our ancestors, our spirits, our guides, everyone, every spirit, every entity that's out there to help us. We're, at, we're calling on them to assist in this sacred space. So we're opening a space that is sacred. So what's going on in here is sacred. It's not something to, you're safe here to speak, 
You're safe here to express yourself. It's not something that I'm going to take outside of the circle and and then, you know, hurt you with it or any of those kinds of things. It opens us up to allow our true spirit and our true selves to to be out with with the protection of the circle. So that's why I do have to remind you at the end, we do need to close it, mm-hmm. which I'm not always the best at. <laughs> I'm great at opening up the space. But when we end, we should also close it. We should also say to them, thank you for, the, for helping us hold this space. And we no longer need to use this space. You know, kind of a thing. So that's my my interpretation and with that I'll begin it's it's just us speaking to the entities the wind the animal spirits our guides our ancestors so with that we will speak I'll begin we always start with the south to the winds of the south great serpent wrap your coils of light around us Teach us to shed the past the way you shed your skin, to walk softly on the earth. Teach us the beauty way. To the winds of the west, mother jaguar, protect our medicine space. Teach us the way of peace, to live impeccably. Show us the way beyond death. To the winds of the north, hummingbird, grandmothers and grandfathers, ancient ones, Come and warm your hands by our fires. Whisper to us in the wind. We honor you who have come before us and you who will come after us, our children's children. To the winds of the east, great eagle, condor, come to us from the place of the rising sun. Keep us under your wing. Show us the mountains we only dare to dream of. Teach us to fly wing to wing with the great spirit. Mother Earth, we've gathered for the healing of all of your children. The stone people, the plant people, the four-legged, the two-legged, the creepy crawlers, the finned, the furred, and the winged ones, all of our relations. Father Sun, Grandmother Moon, to the star nations, Great Spirit, you who are known by a thousand names, and you who are the unnameable one. Thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the song of life. There you go. And I would like to say that we've also invited all of those entities and spirits in to to help us and to help us speak. You know, their words may come through us. So that's what we're doing with that. In light and love and truth. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. All right, so how is everyone doing on today? I'm not asking myself. (laughs) I mean, I just spoke, so Annie should speak first. Mm. This is Anna Wynn. She's our guest today. Yes, I'm Anna Wynn. Yep. I'm pretty relaxed after that little opening. I always find a sense of peace and calm. Um, when, you know, you take a moment to pause and open up sacred space. So thank you for that. It's an honor to be here. I guess, um, I'm feeling pretty good today. Went to the fire company, mm-hmm. you know, had the kids at home. Like there was a group of homeschoolers. They toured then they played, you know, those old school circle things that go around and around and around. They just like, I don't know what they're called. The merry-go-round. The merry-go-round. Not the, 
But nothing's on it other than just, it's just a, pla it's just metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's called a merry-go-round. So it's it just merry metal? Yeah. You don't have the handles on it? It needs to have handles. Well, it's like an X and it's like a handle. Yeah, you yeah. That's so, a merry-go-round. Okay, well, merry-go-round to me is like, maybe that's the carousel. Like the carousel. Yeah. <laughs> the merry-go-round is that, that when you were a kid that you could die on that and yeah. your, your parents totally, still let you play. Totally like, could. you could turn it as fast as it's whatever fast. and the kids were holding on. Yes. They were flying off. Like, and it usually was on cement. Yeah, or well, on like, dirt, like really hard really dirt. Really hard dirt. And there were like 15 was, of them on there. So it was really, oh, yeah. so it was like, it brought me back Disney to my youth. Yeah, and then a couple yeah. kids got off like, oh, I'm going to pee. Yeah. Oh, my yes. tolerance for that kind of stuff was way more like, like better when I was a younger chap. But now that I'm older, I, I get nauseous. I can't even, it's like looking at that stuff. So doing good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> There might be one of the kids that come on in at one point. So at any rate, yeah, we're we're used to your kids coming in. It's, you know, we'll roll with it as Absolutely. we do. <laughs> Me, I'm I'm doing good. I I'm so out of touch with time that it's it's really ridiculous, and I actually get offended when I have to work <laughs> within the confines of time. <laughs> and so. I'm like confused. Like I thought you said ten. No, it's one thirty, and it's just so I'm working with that a little bit of that. Um, other than that, I feel like I'm just rolling with everything. Made a new schedule at the metaphysical shop. Cool. Uh, because things have changed. We got a new collective member who's going to be in on one of the days. Robin Miller. And so I'm going to be in on Saturdays, which I think is a great day mm -hmm. because some of the people are in the building, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. Other shops are open. So I think that'll be a good change for us. Mm -hmm. Totally. I agree. And getting ready to, you know, try to pull together this retreat. Oh, yeah. And oh, yes. We, get, we have to share with our listeners. Talk about <laughs> fundraising. Mm -hmm. And that There's kind of stuff. a lot to stuff. do. You know, it's definitely a lot to do, but I've going got with a the lot flow. of stuff going yeah. on, but I'm mm -hmm. just kind of like easing with it. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to. Every time it's something scheduled or something like that, I lose my mind. So I'm just trying to <laughs> ease with it. Right, I feel, I feel that. I feel that because can uh, can be a lot. It can be overwhelming sometimes. So you you said to me at my recent tarot card reading <laughs> to go or flow like water and that's where i've been trying to be at okay. and not like fight against the current because i'm gonna get knocked down flow against yeah. that current. no plus even in with astrology right now it's like a water isn't there mm -hmm. like scorpio yeah mm -hmm. so it's kind of like it all makes sense mm -hmm. yes to so go with the flow you know it's hard to sometimes yes i've been trying to go with the flow but also to remain connected with myself um and you know keep up that that sedona energy where i'm like yeah i'm really going to focus within and do the work and stuff like that so trying to continue to do that and um so that i can show up in Absolutely. these these ways that i need to or i feel drawn to um yeah, like even in our meditation, this teacher training is like you got to. It's about you first. Yep. So you can speak from experience to yeah. others. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You've never lived it. You can't teach it. Right. Right. Speaking of our meditation teacher training, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I finished my class. Yes. <laughs> so I, I did a hundred hour meditation teacher training. I have a certificate. Well, I haven't received it yet, but I have a certificate for that. So that I was quick. I have started because I study. I'm a studier. I like to learn. I like to study. I like to read. I'm actually listening to the Yoga Sutras because reading it, it was an optional reading, but it was just too much because it, it had the Sanskrit mm -hmm. and then they translated it word for word and then they made a sentence out of it. And I was just mm -hmm. like, this is too much. And so I've been listening to that, the Yoga Sutras <clears throat> and listening to people talk about it because basically the Yoga Sutras is like a little tiny bit of information, mm -hmm. but he might in this amount of words they're they're discussing it for pages and pages so you really need the commentary because a lot of times they say that you don't understand absolutely what's being said because the word it, it's like he moved it's like, it, like huh <laughs> <laughs> and so yes yeah, so that so for me even though i completed the the training i um I'm still learning. Like I've started writing my own meditations and sharing them with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had that whole month in Arizona too with nothing to do but read my meditations. Yeah. <laughs> do that class. <laughs> I still need mala beads though because there's a, a meditation I want to do that I have to do 108 times. And I try... Oh, here. What about... There's a... Like Judy that... Judy, that's mm -hmm. so funny that she's coming up right now. Mm -hmm. But she did that first mantra class here and gave mala beads, and they're extra. So if you oh. need an extra pair, yes. and the, yeah, like I can Until just. Until I get some. Yeah, yeah. That's so they're great. blessed, and like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Thank you. She's coming back to Shakira and I's. Uh, Judy, I'm trying to think if I know Judy. Doc, I don't know if you've ever met her, actually. Okay. If you came to her mantra meditation when I used to do the free meditations monthly, you met her. Otherwise, probably not. She taught here for a little bit, too. Like, your Monday nights. Mm. So, yeah, that way you can practice because it's important. Yes, because yes. the one I want to do it, and it's 108 times I have to do it. And I got rocks. Yeah. And I'm like, but I have to keep recycling the rocks. Like, <laughs> I have 18 rocks. So the 10, I do... 10 times and then I do the eight once and that's but thing, I have to keep remembering like so. for the listeners too like you might not even know what mala beads are or it sounds overwhelming so make sure like you just go what you're drawn towards your intuition is your like ultimate like compass your ultimate magnet mala beads remind me of a rosary you. they are they are and the rosaries develop bead on it correct from the mala beads. So, so the mala beads came first. Okay. Yeah. So every time I pray, I say the mantra, I move my hand around one the time. one time because mm -hmm. there's 108 beads that make yep. up this, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay, so. so that's what it is. Same as the rosary. And that way you know you can do it. Like you know exactly 108. Sometimes there's more where you reverse you it back, back again, yes. you know. Okay. I mean? So absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Here we go. Well, I <laughs> guess now we introduce her, <laughs> our guest. <laughs> so, Mrs. Anna Wynn Morris Lang, co-owner of Habitat Studios in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. 
Um, I don't even know all the things that she is certified to do and <laughs> does. Um, so I'm not even going to. I'll let her do that. <laughs> I know sometimes I lose track myself because <laughs> I've always gone on what I've been called, like where I'm intuitively called to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot, I feel like sometimes. And I used to think I was like the jack of all spiritual traits, but I realize now as I've gotten a little bit older, it was because there's all different tools mm-hmm. and a lot of them come from different areas but they're all they overlap in certain ways so it was I guess what I had to learn you know Mm -hmm. it was one of those things so yeah but I guess here at Habitat I like to call it a healing sanctuary you know we do have some yoga I do yoga you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I do some Reiki I'm a Kundalini Reiki master I'm a Yusui Reiki master Um, I'm also an access bars practitioner um, which is, they're all energy modalities, all ways to heal the body. Um, and it, again, it's, it's not me doing the healing. It's me holding a space for the person to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those mechanisms, those modalities, like Reiki's an ancient modality, you know, over 5,000 years old, it goes along kind of with the yoga kundalini like there's these there are mechanisms for healing from ancient times and then access is actually only like 30 years old Hmm. so i guess i guess the interesting part about it is though is (laughs) you know there's um healing circles here there's shamanic healing there's a lot of different methods to explore ways to heal yourself here Mm -hmm. so i can't really pinpoint it in one way shape or form but that's kind of it in a nutshell um, this studio space just started out as like my husband's art studio. And then as we married and had started having babies and I was teaching yoga classes outside of this space, he said, why don't you do it here? And that's kind of where it all started. And then I left corporate America after being there for 17 years because I was being called to do this on a full-time basis. And I didn't know how mm-hmm. or why or all the answers. I was scared. It took me about 10 years to actually cut the chains and then I finally did it. And now I'm just like, why we, we should never wait to follow our dreams. And we were told that we're not strong enough. We're not bright enough. We're not brilliant enough. And we're all of those things. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of been my mission recently is to really just help others realize their light and shine it upon the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. But also protect too, like yourself, because like not everybody deserves your energy, I guess. Right. I don't know. For sure. You're entitled to choose yes every day yes who you share your energy with and who you don't I guess is my point so I don't know if that answered the question but and it's been an honor I don't know like after I grad or after I graduated after I finally quit in 2019 um you know I was diagnosed with cancer which is almost coming up on a year of that Mm -hmm. diagnosis of which it's gone I've beaten it so it's kind of surreal November 20th yeah so it's like (laughs) that's given me a lot of awareness on what to waste what not to waste my time on anymore so Mm -hmm. I think we're just we're here to live we're here to have joy we're here to have fun we're here to uplift each other and we're here to now in this Aquarian time, like really collaborate, Mm -hmm. you know, collaborate with people and like move away from what isn't yours, what doesn't feel good, what doesn't feel light, expansive, Mm because it's so easy right now to be caught in some dense stuff, right? There's lots of changes happening and it's happening so fast we can't even really have a handle on it all. So that's why I think it's important that we do what we do. Yes. 
right? There's a lot of anxiety that's creeping up, depression that's creeping up. And I, these modalities have literally helped people leave and be like, wow, I feel light. I haven't been impacted by my anxiety the same way. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just had that experience and it was so like reassuring for me to like do it, like to offer it and put it out there. Like someone that had panic attacks every day is like, yeah, I haven't had a panic attack since our session. You know, and maybe that's another empath that's been holding on to other, you know what I'm saying? So that energy work really does help Mm -hmm. release. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this woo, everyone calls it woo woo and made up. These are practices that have been done for centuries Mm -hmm. that have worked and that have had, a, I guess, in some, in some circumstances, bad connotations and others not. So some people are very open to all these methods and other people aren't. So I like want to take away the fear out of it all. Right. And like, it's light, it's light, it's expansive. You know, you to say, open it up to entities. People think like, oh, you know, but it's light. Yeah, right. I'm not responsible for what people think. Right. Oh, you're right. I know. I'm not way. saying that. I'm just saying I that say. I'm clear on what I want to make. I want to be like, basically take that fear away though like try it out just try something out and then they you know you decide what feels good for you and what doesn't yeah i kind of i kind of probably feel like people should be where they're at and if they feel like it's not for them or they have an understanding that it's something that it's not you know what i'm saying then i don't have any desire to change their mind or to it it gets it gets way too murky and there have been too many times where i've questioned my my you know what I'm doing on my spiritual path and things like that so I just like to be clear and understand that I know what I'm doing and I don't have any and if someone wants to come to me with an open heart I'm really willing to do that but if somebody's closed I'm not really trying to absolutely and I'm glad for people like you that want to reach the people that are closed because then I don't have to I can't reach them unless they're still willing you know what I mean you still have to have that spark and it's I just think that it's more people should just be open to trying it. So if you're scared, don't be scared, I guess, is my point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's really not scary at all. Now, you, do you have to feel stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just run away. But it's like, it gives you these these mechanisms to release trauma pockets. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Find What's a trauma con- pocket? Trauma pocket is basically like a culmination of trauma, like energetically captured you. in your body. I know I'm like I'm holding my hands. I but see your you get, trauma pocket. So, ener- so energy, <laughs> if you think pocket. about like so, energy moves in vortexes. If you think like circles or spirals, right? Okay, so like they can get caught and stay lodged, and trauma. So like different areas of your organs can be impacted, different areas of your brain, thoughts. And then a lot of what, like, our, um, we get into these cycles of repeated patterns, patterns, Mm -hmm. and then we blame things on other people, and we don't realize, yeah, so those pockets need to be released, and they actually can't be released just from speaking. So I've, in all of my studies, what I've learned, energy needs to come out by other means, movement, and you know that, you're like, I can't lay here. How are people laying here in this savasana? So no, you move, like, right, you move, we process art left side of the brain, right side of the brain. So you have that like left side, you know, talking, analytical side, but then you need to process. So this is a means to do that. All of these avenues that we talk about. So what, what it made me think of when you were talking about the trauma stuck in your body today, I realized that my car is not really ergonomically good for mm. my body. 
And you guys know I've been having this knee problem. My right knee has been really, really bad. And today, in sitting in my car, uh, just sitting there, I realized that just naturally in the car, I put my foot mm. in this horrible position. And it hurts. And when I try to straighten it up, you know how you get that residual pain from like trying to put it the right way? Mm -hmm. I get that kind of a pain from mm -hmm. like trying to straighten it out. But it's like, okay, so I have to make myself, for whatever reason, it's comfortable to throw my leg over like this. So what's happened is I've created this this thing in my leg. Absolutely. That isn't the natural flow of the way things should be flowing in mm. my knee. Mm. And I've interrupted it with this unnatural position. Yep. And so now if I try to put it in the correct position or if I try to walk, it hurts because I spend so much time with it in the improper position. So that's yeah. what I thought of when you were talking about these pockets because that's what happens. It's I create this new pattern now. Yeah. Now I've got a clump of something stuck in my energy center and it, the energy has to move around it. Mm -hmm. So that's yep. a trauma response. So my energy is moving in this other way. Totally. And that that takes me to the kundalini aspect of it. Yeah. Because kundalini scientifically teaches you to reprogram that. So yes. you're moving that energy back the way it needs to go. Mm -hmm. And it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Sometimes because it's, it's going it. against, you're like it's going against the pattern. It's going against this pattern that I've now created. I can't okay, do it. I can't do it. You know? Mm -hmm. That's been one of the, the Kundalini is so powerful. It's powerful in that rewiring of the brain, you yes. know, rewiring, letting it go. And having a faster way of doing it. So, to, and I'm not saying that talk therapy isn't necessary. I wasn't trying to say that, but it's not the only way to process mm -hmm. information and trauma and healing. And even in talk therapy, you you cry and you yeah. you have to sometimes scream and you have yeah. to sometimes yell yeah. and you have to sometimes go and that is moving energy. It totally also. is. Totally. I cried in pigeon pose, like and you know, your hips are emotion and center. Oh, yeah. And I'm just I'm in deep in it and I'm like oh, oh. sobbing like oh, yeah. I'm letting this shit go. <laughs> kept that in our bodies right, that's right. where the anxiety yeah. the yes, depression yes. the body and our <laughs> hips are the largest like joints there mm -hmm. so they look they it naturally goes there so especially women like we have do that a lot men actually in their chest they hold a lot of stuff tension mm. well so, we carry it you know hips. and that's yeah, where that's you, you notice so like and men have are more likely to have heart attacks i don't know we can go, go down so many different mm. paths with it just but take care of yourself and by the time you're feeling pain, you're normally already yeah. You know, you've, you've already done a little bit done of a trauma, little bit of trauma damage. And damage to your body, <laughs> whether it was physical or emotional. You know? Yeah, it's already been done. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that it can't be fixed or Work worked out. Yes, everything can be. And there's different modalities. You find. I mean, I find that that's you. like because <laughs> the body. Like I had cancer this time. Like I started chemo. Like I kind of look at pictures and I'm blown away with how amazingly capable we are of healing. Mm -hmm. Especially when we feed ourselves with, you know, good nutrients and sleep, and then also what we're thinking and who we're around. Right. You know, are we doing what we love? Mm -hmm. I found more than anything in my life. You know, if we're if you're doing what you love and what makes you happy, everything will fall into place. Right. And when you deny yourself of doing what you love and what makes you happy, that's when things don't work out as much. And there's always going to be the ups and the downs. But if you're doing what you love, I don't know. 
and these healing things are, I love doing it. I guess that's my point. Mm-hmm. I love sharing them with people. I love um, helping people. And sometimes it's like, just like, you know, something that was asked of me or I've been intuitively called, you know, like I was asked to marry a couple people. I became a minister the baby Reiki stuff, I just felt like there were souls coming, visiting me, you know, Mm -hmm. like I wasn't ever thinking I was a baby Reiki master of any sort, but I feel like for a whole year, I helped a lot of couples conceive Mm -hmm. through that process, you know what I mean? So it's like Mm -hmm. energies, energy's real. We can't create it. We can't destroy it, Mm -hmm. you know? Kundalini is like the science, you know, it's an ancient practice though. And Kundalini, for those of you that don't know, the yoga portion of it, it meets, like, you exactly where you're at on your spiritual journey. So it doesn't matter what you're, pre- like, you know, are you a Christian? Are you a Hindu? Are you a Muslim? It doesn't matter. It wants to meet you exactly where you're at and uplift you. Whatever you're doing, we should be uplifting ourselves, uplifting the world, right? And um, that's a method to help us do it. And I'm glad you brought that up because... A lot of the modality, none of the modalities that I practice or that any of the people around me practice prohibit you being a certain religion. Exactly. It's but that more it's the so misunderstood that have a negative idea of what we're doing. But there's nothing that we're doing Mm-mm. that ties you to any religion or restricts you from any religion. It's if you're not you know somebody yeah. that's doing this kind of stuff, have a conversation with them right. yeah. and hear what they're saying. <laughs> because that's not what most of us are saying. I don't know if there are some people out there doing that and saying that. But I know that on the whole, the, the teaching that I'm getting, the people that I'm around, that's not what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And they come. I was shocked because I was talking to somebody and they said they were a Christian. And they were in these rooms with us. And I was like, wow, that feels good because a lot of times Christians feel like they can't come in these rooms with us. Mm -hmm. And so it was really nice to have this person here who was saying to me, no, I'm a Christian. Like, you know, and I want to do yoga and I want to. So, yes, it doesn't. Nobody's these modalities are just extra help, extra energy healing. It's not trying to take you away from any religious belief that you have. In my in opinion. my opinion, it's to help you enjoy that spiritual connection even more. Yeah, you yes. know what I mean. It's Take to make you more connected. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. because we are connected to everything and everyone. Talk about right? it. The earth, mm-hmm. the people, like, yes. and the more that we're like unified, we like we one. can under yeah, you know. Ooh, it gives me the chills yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. thinking about it. Like really working with that concept. And in case you guys don't know, I've been working with that concept since the last time I did mushrooms. That like we're all one. I gave Shakira a really cute demonstration. Yes, of it, it was so <laughs> cute. It, it was so good. I was so entertained. I promise you. <laughs> I can't quite recreate it sober, but yeah, it know. was great. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're one. And, and the better off you're doing, the better off I'm doing, mm-hmm. and the better off our neighbors. You know, like we're all like we. We're that connected, and right. like, and it, we were taught to kind of be separate and be uh, co- in competition with yes. one another, and that's not the way of the world anymore. Mm-hmm. We are magnetic, and the more joy we exude, the more powerful we are, and the more like that, like you said, you're happy, and we don't all have to like each other either. No. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No. But it's like, but we should all be freaking. But just know that love. what I do to you is going to happen to me. Yeah, like it's like it's, we're interconnected. I'm doing it to myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Would I want that done to me? Correct yeah. Mundo, yeah. Well, you're doing it to you. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. You're just projecting it on other people. And the in understanding ways. that um that oh, Annie just said it. Must not be meant for me to say. Well, I think the thing about religion that like turned me off from religion was that that separation. It just like the denominations and the way you practice and you practice and we can't commingle or anything because yep. we don't believe the same thing or believe exact like. But even in you know the one religion, even here we 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 practice together, but we don't all believe the same thing. No, we don't. We don't. All nope. three of we us don't. don't. It, all, no. it doesn't. Ours no. doesn't look like the same no. thing. And I, it's, I just, and that's like as a little girl, it like makes me excited talking about it because I was always so confused. Like mm-hmm. you know, my I I come from a family that was, they were you know, my dad's Catholic. He's Italian. Whatever. My parents were married. My mom didn't get me. She never had me confirmed because she wanted me to choose. They got divorced. And again, when I was young, I w- there were certain restrictions. And I'm like, well, that doesn't feel like God's love. Like if, right, they're, if they're right. restricted like that or that mm-hmm. person is not good enough. or It never made sense mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And I always felt as a little girl that I would be helping save the end of the world or something. I know oh. that sounds kind of egotistical okay. or something. But I feel like no. now that I'm in this role, it makes sense to me. Because I do feel like I ran into a friend from high school at Wegmans and that day that we were there together and she was like, I'm so scared for you. Um, And she was scared for me because I'm immunocompromised because of cancer or whatever and COVID and whatever. And I, you know, and it's just, I'm not afraid though. You know, I guess my point, and I said, it. I guess that's a risk I take traveling, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But um, I don't want people to feel that scared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess the, like it made me sad that that she was that scared. I love her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it doesn't like a lot of people are, and I realize that more people are than aren't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I'm of the not. But I guess when I face death, though, that's what I'm saying. Like I had cancer. Like I literally had to look death in the face and be like, "Shit, I could die." Mm-hmm. And like I don't want to live. Like you have to live life to the fullest. Right. Like it is like your last breath. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, and if I feel called <laughs> to go to Arizona and, you know, have this united, like, retreat, that's something I've been called to do ever. Like, I stood on those grounds 20 years ago and didn't even have the confidence in myself. But I was like, I want to lead people here one day and put it in my little, like, it was a cigar glass thing and I painted a lizard on it. And, like, I just, there's so many things, like, and then for so many years, people told you you should go to college. You need insurance. You need to buy a house. You need to get married. You need to blah, 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 blah. So, like, now, I don't want to tell my kids what they have to do. I want them to think of that. You know what I'm be saying? creators so, of their own lives. Creators of their yes. own lives, and we all should be. So, yes, boundaries and respect and dignity and all those things. But I don't I, – it took me many times much of this energy work to kind of regain and reconnect with – my truth and then believe mm-hmm. that we're supposed to go share it. Right. So it's time for me to say what I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was time and God was like, shut up. Um, there is no competition. Exactly. Because yep. we're here to bring exactly who we are. Like Shakira's here to bring Shakira. I can't be Shakira. Heck no. Even if me and Shakira, <laughs> even if I was an esthetician. You could not with be. With a banging booty. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> dreads in and painted on green or whatever color they are i couldn't be shakira because i'm exactly. here to be nicole 
and it made me think of the Usui Reiki base yeah. that we all get. Mm-hmm. We all get this base of a sui reiki mm-hmm. that is very dry. It's like a premium saltine crap. <laughs> no salt. Like, it's just like, do this, do this, move do your that. hands here, yeah. do this, do this, then do this, you're finished. And then it's like you get introduced to gold reiki or yeah. you get introduced to kundalini reiki. Yeah. And kundalini reiki is like the woman with the red dress on Friday. Like, yeah. when I was a kid... <laughs> When I was a kid, women weren't allowed to wear a red dress on Friday. That meant that they were a certain kind of woman. So Kundalini's like that wild stuff. Like, you can do whatever you want. All you have to do is you can come in the room however you want. And then your practice, once you get that Kundalini exposure, your practice morphs into like, I sit and I'm looking at Jessica Anthony and I'm like, she is really in her. She is really zone. in her zone yeah. over there with her oils and her, mm-hmm. you know. And then I look at Annie, and Annie pulls out the drum, and Annie's over there singing. And I'm like, <laughs> look at Annie, like she's doing her thing, you know. And it's like, so it's there is no competition. Nope. Yes, Annie does Reiki. Yes, Jess does Reiki. Yes, Shakira do does Reiki. Yes, I do Reiki. Yes, tap. But you're getting something yeah. different. I guarantee you, if we all set up a table in this room right now. And you came and got Reiki from each of us down the line. You would be just as amazed and shocked, and and maybe drawn towards it. more and one you, person. That's the other thing. Yes, you can't get you upset might with say, each I other. I like this better. Yeah, I like. This. I like to. But that's the beauty part. of yeah. having a community. Yeah. Because I can say. Annie might be the one for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one. Yes. Right. And I know what that. you're looking yeah. for. This is who you should go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast and she was, you know, saying like, oh, everybody's become Reiki certified now, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, because there are more people in need mm-hmm. of it. So we need more practitioners to give it and draw whomever comes to you. Because we all draw someone different. And, and yeah, yeah. Can let me mess up their, their whole thing anyway. Reiki is God given. Everybody can do it. Right. The attunement is just allowing you to access higher energies. But if you go back in childhood, when your mama, when you came to your mama crying, and you brought her your little skinned up knee, and your mama put her hand on your knee, or your mama kissed your knee, she was giving you Reiki. Reiki. When you feel cramps, the first thing you I do when I feel there. cramps mm-hmm. is I put my hands there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm giving myself energy, I'm giving myself Reiki. So... You don't yeah, need a we're special, all Reiki. We can special, all give Reiki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say to the people that and are And the more you believe, like that, that universal energy. The yeah. universe said we could do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. know. So there you go. But all right. Do I have anything else right now? No, you can ask some of your questions. Yeah, some of your questions. Okay. Well, you were able to get Now that it's almost over. Is it almost over? Well, we got 20 minutes. Yeah, we're good. I like it. I think we've done it. It's really nice. Well, I wanted to know a little bit more about Ayurveda. I know you studied Ayurveda. I think that was like one of the things that introduced you to me. We were chatting about that the other day. Um, So I wanted to know more about it. That Um, retreat when she tried to kill us. Okay, so Ayurveda overall is another ancient science of healing, and it's the sister science of Kundalini, actually. So they kind of are around that same era. So you look at the Upanishads, Upanishads, and the Vedic texts, and that kind of era, that's like where it's from. Ayurveda means the science of life, and it basically looks at the body and all 10 bodies, and it wants it to be healthy. 
So it looks at the food that you're eating, the way that you're, the times that you're eating it, like, are you praying or meditating? Are you exercising? Are you being kind to your neighbor? You know, so it literally takes in the whole psychology and mental health and physical well-being of the body, mind, and soul, and that's what it's geared towards. So it does have practices of yoga. It does have practices of pranayama, the Ayurvedic food, you know, and the spices, and, and a lot of seasonal eating, eating what's local and what's going to help nurture your body. Because if a lot of people notice, you'll get sick at times of seasonal changes, or you kind of like, you're like, oh, I was in a, like, I was going with my water and then, oh my God, it got cold. And then like, I, I have been drinking so like, you know, so there's always this like rhythm and that's what this is for. It's to get into the rhythm of your body in unison with the universe. So you get up at like God's hour, you have any kind of ritual that you have and it's your own ritual. Maybe it's just saying a prayer. Maybe it's actually meditating for two hours. Maybe it's getting up and going for a walk. Maybe it's different every day. Mm -hmm. So it takes in that, all of that. Um, and digestion is huge. So if we aren't digesting properly, no matter what you're eating, we're not assimilating the nutrients. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of things horrible in our culture, drink iced beverages, um, that's really toxic actually. And it stops you from digesting food appropriately. So like one of the best things that you can do is just like warm water or room temperature water, sip when you're eating, not a lot of water because the too much water will dull your flame, your fire, your mm. agni, your digestion. So anyway, so it's like, and it was another thing that drew me. I was in New Mexico at the Ayurvedic Institute seven years ago, right this month actually, right now studying but it's so overwhelming too. So like I took a break for a moment because it's like, it's so overwhelming, but that's what you have to do is focus on what you're drawn to. Yeah. So doshas, people hear about doshas a lot. Pitta, kapha, vata, you know, those are like the big things and they're constitutions and they're who you, they're properties. So who you are, the moment you're conceived, the moment that you're born, you're predisposed to certain things. And then your experiences and your traumas and everything else impacts that and can kind of set you off target or whatever, but we're all kind of a certain way. And then when we learn about these things, we maybe get easier on ourselves. Like for example, I'm a pitta, I'm fiery. I'm more prone to diarrhea. I'll use it as an example versus constipation. It's mm. this, things like that simple. Mm -hmm. Vatas are more prone to having abortions because they're not a, like, like literally the physical body's more up here. They're not grounded down to the earth. Mm. So it's like you could be having a major vata imbalance if you're like having constant like, you know, like um, miscarriages. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's very it's a way to learn about your body and then bring it into balance on your own. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. So it's like the sister of Kundalini and like the yoga and the eight limbs of yoga. And a lot of people think yoga is just stretching. It's right. not, you know, it's really getting in touch <laughs> with God. And God is like, you know, God is a lot of people interpret God differently, but it's all comes back to the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It really does. So did I answer your question? Yes, you did. You answered a couple of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm -mm. So we'll go on to access bars because you really did answer all my questions. <laughs> yeah, access, you know, access has been interesting because it's, it's my newest modality of healing that I trained in. And it's been kind of very powerful. And I've watched it create a lot of shifts. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's an older gentleman named uh, Gary Douglas. He actually channeled this. So he was like in meditation and he channeled this way of healing. But like it does kind of overlap with other things, but there's literally 32 points on your head that I press. And when you, pre not me particularly, but when you press on those points, they release certain things, um, reoccurring patterns, thoughts, ideas, beliefs, considerations, programs, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of things that live within our body around sex, a lot of things that live within our body around age, a lot of things that live with the body about manifestation, a lot of things about just who, what we're capable of overall. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And what I've been doing is I've been melding it in with everything. So I find just how Nicole said, like, Yusui was our base. And it's like it had it was like a foundation to build upon. But in my access sessions, I give Reiki still. It's not just me, like, pressing on the points in the head. Mm -hmm. But that's what it is in general. And it's all about uh, ease, joy, and glory, what feels light and expansive, what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, like, you have to move away from it. And then sometimes it might make changes or you have to make decisions and people might fall out of your life. But if you're light and expansive and you're happy and you're doing what makes you, your soul feel fulfilled, that's what you came to earth to do. Right. And so it helps with that. So what I was watch I was watching the video from your website or from the Access Bar's website, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are saying like they just had like no thought, and, like, clear of mind, and they were saying it kind of like resets you and like kind of like a delete, a control alt delete yes. of everything you thought you knew about yourself. That's exactly what it does. Mm. And it might be way noticeable for you as a person if you're mm -hmm. aware, and it might not at all. Mm -hmm. Like, you might not feel a difference, but most people come out just like, wow, I feel like, mm -hmm. like, we had our Pamper Yourself event a couple of weeks ago or last week, the seventh, whatever it was. My friend said, she was like, I can't even explain it, but I just feel different. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes people don't even know the words for it just because they feel lighter. Right. They feel mm -hmm. more expansive. You feel maybe easier. You can make a decision quicker because you don't have the weight of your world on the shoulders. Right. Our energy, <laughs> like you think our aura, like we have these physical bodies, but our aura expands at least nine feet out in all directions. So we're like these balls of huge magnificent energy and we're mm -hmm. always interacting with each other yes, so yes. like the more that we can like recalibrate defunk mm -hmm. like get out of the like all the computers and this and that and like reset ourselves like the earth frequency mm -hmm. will feel better and that's what it does it helps to you to connect you to why you came here what you're here to do what makes you feel good and then not like don't how many times have we done things in our life or like held back because we thought maybe someone else's expectations or maybe you don't even know that's why you're holding back mm -hmm. but you didn't think it was what you were capable of doing or you didn't think that I don't know either way that it helps remove all of that that's awesome. just do it mm -hmm. like literally and if you do it once and it didn't turn out or it didn't feel right then you know that that's not the direction you have to go but if you don't try it never has to be perfect. We wait for perfection. We wait to know all the information. We don't, we're not supposed to wait. Mm -hmm. And that's, I've done that my whole life is waited, waited to know more, waited for someone else to invite me, you know, and there's no more of that. We have to do what we're being taught to do. So. Awesome. So do you receive the benefits after one session? You, do you uh, suggest multiple? Yeah. Access, it is. One session, yes. There is no prescribed 
um, you know, recommendation. As my friend that trained me, she says, whenever you're feeling wonky again is when you get it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of, you use your intuition. Mm-hmm. There's no like, after three sessions, you'll be healed forever. Or like with Kundalini Reiki, for example, they do say like kind of three sessions and then you should at least have three days in between. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is like, you know, you'd have it a month. Maybe you don't have it for another couple of months. Okay. So it's not like a weekly type thing. I never would recommend access bars weekly because your body heals itself, unwires itself, and then you have to, like, kind of practice it. Mm-hmm. Asking a lot of questions, too. Like, you know, we always get offended or we're like, oh, oh this person thinks different. Well, hopefully they think differently than you. Ask questions, you know, mm-hmm. like, or how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel good speaking to me like that? Like, you know, or mm-hmm. interesting point of view, you know, rather than engage. So we always have the choice, and that's what this helps you with is making those choices every day. Do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? This is a good decision. It's like, it helps with mindset, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just went to a, like a little um, workshop and she's a life coach and she does mindset stuff. And it's what we do in this realm mm-hmm. as well, um, just in a different way. So it's interesting that we're all doing the same work. So. All right. Uh, I'm getting in this episode a lot of like it's it's on us to heal ourselves um yeah. to show up for ourselves to you know make different decisions yeah. um a lot of times we blame it on others and on our traumas and yes our traumas do of course play a part in in who we are and how mm-hmm. we go through life but it is on us to start the work to heal ourselves and get out of those those same patterns and work with those trauma pockets because they're not serving our highest good they're not making us feel better that job that's stressing you out every day and you hate going and your boss is this and that and you still choose to go it's a choice nobody is making you go back to that place that you hate exactly you have a choice into how you live this life and how you uh, navigate and who you interact with, who you get into relationships with, who you let to intertwine with your aura. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's important though that we make those choices mm-hmm. and that we don't just give our power away. That's yes. like I always tell my husband that when you talk to people that just want to fight with you, mm-hmm. you're giving your power away. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, if that makes you happy, fine. But you know what I mean? Does right. it, like, you know, like, what makes you thrive? What makes you happy? And we're allowed to make those decisions. We're allowed to say no. Right. We're allowed <clears throat> to say no, thank you. I don't like that person. You know what I mean? Right. Just as they're allowed to do that and, you know. And that's okay. Like you that, said, we don't got to yeah, like we don't everybody. No, but I just, like, but we have to make <laughs> that choice to do, to do. Like, if we're feeling wonky, if we're getting triggered by something, like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's mm-hmm. figure it out. Right. Because you sh- you're here to have fun. You're here to be joyful. You're here to, like, live. You're really yeah. here to live it up. We've talked a couple of times about people we don't, about not liking people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I think that there's a couple of things that that brings up for me. Yeah. And one of the things is that when someone I don't like, I have to understand that that they're they're bringing to light something about me that I'm working with. Um, I hate when people say a reflection of myself because it could just be 
a reminder that I do yeah. something similar or mm-hmm. not, not necessarily not that I have yeah. to be as obnoxious as the person that's bringing <laughs> it to me in that moment because that kind of makes you it's like triggered. I'm not like that yeah. but it's right. like yeah in some kind of way you're like this <laughs> in some kind of way you do this right. to other people yeah. and you need to look at it today so that's one of the things that I think about when I think about people I don't like and then the other thing I think about when I think about people that I don't like, I think about where am I vibrating? Right. Because I find that when I'm meditating and when I'm doing those kinds of things and I'm involved in my practices and I'm serving other people and I'm doing that kind of stuff, I usually don't have contact with people that I don't like. No beef. Right. <laughs> I usually when I when I fall out of that and I start I, I doing actually other like those stuff. people though like you know what I'm saying but like mm-hmm. I guess who I choose to be around on a more regular basis you know what I mean yeah no there are definitely people I don't like <laughs> like you're not hearing me say that at all <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying in hearing us say that twice yeah I mm-hmm. wanted to bring up two things and the one is that look at ourselves when we have that experience of like okay, well, what is it that I'm not liking about this person? Oh, and what I know what I wanted to say, too. Me? Well, that's the other thing, too, though, like, about giving the power away, the triggering. Like, I found, like, in the past, like, if I tried to intervene with someone else's, like, stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or, like, tried yes. to help them, like, it wasn't benefiting me. Yeah. And I was wasting my time. Business. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm like, wait. I just wasted about three months. Of, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so everybody, there's people are always going to have opinions about you yes. or always going to. And so you either accept them as truth. Right. Or just that person's perception. I right. Just brought up. I remember yeah. I had a staff when I was a supervisor and my staff was saying, you're making me mad. You're making me mad. And I was like, and mind you, I'm like, cause I was really meditating every day at this point. <laughs> I'm sitting behind it, like looking at her, like, how am I making you mad? You are choosing to be <laughs> mad right now. Because I'm sitting here, you're standing up, you're yelling, and I'm just here calm. And it was so great to have to be able to observe and not interact in with that the, What? Because yeah. old yes. me would have been like, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I had to be like, okay, I need to keep this job. And, you yeah. know, that's my yours. own. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you're just choosing to be mad right now. And I'm going to let you do that. Because you about to, she lost her job. You're going to lose your job, but... You about to lose yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just... And that's not in, intertwining with... It's so easy to, like, give your power away mm-hmm. or just, like, do that. Right. You, you're not. You're like, oh. It's kind of like you're in your, like, your right. bubble yes, yes. of peace. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting am... point of view. Right. <laughs> But yeah, um, you don't. So yeah, you don't have to like everybody, but you can definitely send love to people, yes. and because again, we are all connected, and yes. so I won't. I don't want wish you any harm or ill. Um, we my la- my last yoga class, we did a loving kindness uh, my meditation, yeah, and I sent you have to send it to people you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. Really people you don't that. know. Yeah, people who don't energy. know. It's just just. Like, yeah, yeah, it's totally a. But, but the world needs it right now, especially with all this shit going on. Uh, so I was telling my yoga class, like, oh, 
we all go through stuff. Like, you know what you go through. Other people are going through similar shit because guess what? We're all connected. We're all connected, exactly. So if you want good shit to to happen to you, you have to wish for good shit to happen to other people. Regardless if you love them, if you hate them, whatever. And if you're not experiencing joy for other people or yourself, then you're overworked or you're not doing what you love. Mm -hmm. It really, that it it does go back to that. Like, it, it starts to shift you. So always try to do what you love. When we were in Sedona and we were at the the Peace Park, is that what it was? We were there. Uh, It wasn't in the picture because I kind of was drawn to, like, walk. I ended up at these wheels that turn and Om Mani Pad Me Home is the (laughs) blessing that you... And if you guys know me, that's, like, my favorite mantra when I first started getting in, into mantras and stuff, that is my absolute favorite mantra. And I have a guy on whatever that app is that I absolutely love. That was and my sometimes first, I will download that yeah. app just for him because I absolutely adore him. But I kept walking around spinning the wheels and come and walking around singing Oh Money Pod Me Home and you know, like I'm crying and I'm like having and I'm thinking if this is all I have to do so that the world can be okay, mm-hmm. like, I'll do this the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I promise you, they can bring well, me food here. Well, vibration does change. They can whatever. Mm-hmm. And you I will just stay here walking around energy if there. the world would just be okay by me just doing oh, that. But it's going to take more than me oh, just doing that because there's monks over there, oh, thousands and thousands of well, monks Well, the more of us chanting. Yeah. Though, which leads me to the Kirtan band that will be coming up December 10th, yeah. Friday night, <laughs> is the, that'll be when we, um, <laughs> we do our first gathering for the Kirtan band. So we're going to be doing some uplifting, chanting, mantra music. It won't just be Kirtan. It will also be like inspirational music. So we're going to, um, today. we're going to just, that's kind of the newest thing that has been an inspiration driven by the universe, by God, whoever you want, you know, whatever your interpretation is. But, uh, so that's going to happen. I'm excited about it. Don't know how all the pieces are going to come together, but that's that. Real quick. We only have a few minutes left. The three of us together are half moon sisters and we are doing our second annual retreat in May at Temenos in Westchester. You can go to any of our any of our Facebooks or Instagrams and find it. It's a Half Moon Sisters retreat. We'll be sharing it more. But May 13th, 14th, and 15th. There you go. We'll also be giving away a scholarship for someone. So if you're, you would really like to do this, if you'd really like to be involved in a retreat with women and you've never been or you've been before and you just can't afford it, reach out to reach us. Out. We have an application for scholarship. And we gave scholarships last time to people to be able to attend this retreat because that's what Nick's village that's, I does. I was just going to say that's what <laughs> village does. And Anna Lynn, where can they find you? What uh, services do you do? What do you have coming up? Well, habitatstudios.org is the website. Instagram, habitatstudio19335. I always have stuff in my link tree there. That's an easy way if you're an Instagrammer to find me. Um, there, I'm on Facebook too, but it's like, you know, whatever. But you can also, um, if you sign up for my newsletter and you get on the email list, that's a means to do it too. But just look me up, Access Bars, Reiki. 
I marry people too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's something that you want. I'm ordained too. There's yoga <laughs> classes on Tuesday nights here at 8. And Shakir actually teaches a Monday night, um, Magical Monday tonight here at 7 p.m. So lots of stuff going on. And that's the best way to find me. You can always call, text, stop on in, Habitat Studios. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. An hour goes by so quick. Um, Let's just keep healing the world, my friends. Let's keep doing it. Lifting each other up. For sure. Um, So thank you, everyone, for joining us again. uh, We're going to close out really quickly. We have 30 seconds. Okay, so I want to thank the serpent, the jaguar, hummingbird, and eagle. They can release their energies, and, and they are allowed to return to the four corners of the earth. Thank you. Ashe. Aho. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Namaste. 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 Satnam. Satnam. Peace. Peace. Love <laughs> <Yeah>. to all. <laughs> <laughs>